Welcome to this episode of the Becoming a Fulfillionaire show. Today's guest is the wonderful Bia. Can you pronounce your entire name? Oh, my entire name? The entire name, okay. what is it? In Portuguese, you would say Beatriz Dias Vilas Boas. Wow, I'm not going to attempt that yet. <laughs> Welcome to the show. So Bia does something really interesting, which is called Theta Breathwork Activations. It's sort of her own mishmash of multiple things that are really interesting. The way I describe it is... She helps you get into a theta state. And in the brain, that's like meditative. That's like where monks go. You're also very programmable or unprogrammable. And then she works with people and what they're trying to create in their life or uh, shed in their life to create a more beautiful life really easily in that theta state. Yes. And uh, does a lot of breath work to kind of get the body into that state, but also to activate the nervous system, either to get it more active or less active, depending on probably yeah. what they need. And you have all these different things that you do within that. You've got flow state ones, manifesting ones. So yeah. we're just going to go through all of that and figure out like what's the genius that we can kind of dig up archaeologically uh -huh. and figure out like how we can apply this to our own lives. So I'm super excited. I did a breathwork session with her very recently. It was amazing. It was incredible. We're going to do one today with a whole group of people. So I really want to dig in and figure out what's happening here and why you designed it the way that you did. So yes. tell me, what are the techniques you've combined for this practice? Yes. So when I started the journey, and for me, it was important to create an experience that it's like, I'm a very, I'm a doer. I'm a hyperachiever. So I'm always like, I want to use my time in a way that I feel very productive. And I'm also align with my soul and I'm also aligned with my heart and I'm not acting from this place of all the conditions that I have but I'm in alignment with who I really am but also I'm productive and I'm like really focused in the things that I really want to do so when I start to create the theta breath work my idea was like how can I make something that is a, a spiritual practice but also something that serves in my business that serves in my life um, so then I start to combine different techniques that really helped my journey, that really uh, helped me to go deeper in myself, connect spiritually with my soul, and also take actions in my business, in my life from this place of alignment. So you started this as a self-practice? I Each one of the techniques that I did to create Theta Breathwork was all my individual practice for myself. Mm. And then... Each one of them was so powerful for me that I was like, okay, there is a reason that I went through this journey. There is a reason that I experienced all of that and it was so transformative for me. And I'm here to serve others and I know that I want to help more people. So why don't I take like a little piece of each one of these techniques that was so powerful for me and create something that I can help other people with. So what were those techniques? So the first one that was very powerful for me was Theta Healing, which is a technique that it's created by Vienna Stable. She is American. Uh, and it's funny because here in US, not a lot of people know her, but in Brazil, it's super known. Mm. Like if you say Theta Healing in Brazil, most of the people will know. And here in US, I start to notice that people are like, wait, what? what is Theta Healing? What is this about? Um, so Theta Healing was one of that, that techniques that I put it together. And Theta Healing is exactly for you to go deeper in your own being but also connect to the source so they use the word creator in theta healing which for me it doesn't matter the word that you use it could be god it could be universe it could be divine it could be source it could be creator like whatever is the word that makes sense for you use that because that's what is in alignment for you so 
Theta healing is this technique that really allows you to connect faster and deeper with the source and then receive the downloads so you can change the beliefs you have around something. Because most of the time when you were living your life and you're feeling that, oh, I cannot really like create what I want, it's probably because of a belief that you have that it's limiting you to really create that or attract that that you want in your life. So Theta Healing helped me to really like go deeper in my subconscious and find what are this uh, subconscious beliefs that I'm not seeing, or even if I'm seeing, how can I shift that? So Theta Healing, and I can give a, a real example of one of the sessions that I had for myself. I was going through a phase that Nick and I, my now husband at the time we were dating, we were going through a lot of like arguments and I was like, why I'm creating like so many like dumb arguments like I don't get it and I was in a phase of my life that I was really like trying to focus in my business and grow my business and do everything for my business and I did the session with a friend who is a theta healer and at that time I was I think I had at a time like gone through the first training of theta healing you have like a basic one you have an advanced one so I, I did the session with her and I was like going through the session. You kind of like close your eyes and you just answer the questions that she um, asked you. And she asked me something that the answer was something like, yeah, I cannot have an amazing relationship with him and also creating a su successful business. So I have to choose. And then I was like, wait, I don't have to choose. I can have both. But I was not really realizing that I had this belief that I had to choose in order to be successful. And in that moment, something clicked for me. And awareness is power, right? So in that moment, I was like, wait a second. That's the belief that it's making me creating so many arguments because I really want to make my business successful. So I'm creating arguments. I'm creating things with him so I can be successful in my business. And I don't need that. And since I, since I did that session with her, I was like, oh, now I got it. And everything shifted after that. So we did the session and our relationship got better. My business started to do better. And I just like felt so much lighter. So Theta Healy is one of these techniques that I put in, this, in Theta Breathwork. Then I did a, a certification that is called Hypno Breathwork, which is a combination of breathwork, hypnosis, and visioning. Um, and was super powerful because when you use your breath breathing, you are not changing just in the in the brain level, in the mind level, but you are also are changing the chemistry physically in your body. So I start to use the theta healing, which is more like a spiritual um, soul level with something that it's physical in your body, which you use the breath for. So you change the oxygen balance in your body, which allows you to access different parts of your brain. So I put all of that together. Theta breath, theta breathwork is theta healing, breathwork, hypnosis, and visioning and visualization. Like we don't really say because visualization is something that you anyone can like stimulate, but we use visualization, visioning, which is I like to describe. I love Michael Beckwith. He described way better mm. when he explains about visioning. But the way that I like to explain is like it's when you receive a download. And it's not that you're really like stimulating a thought, but you just receive either like a memory, an image of something, a vision of something. And that's the process of receiving a download direct from source. But in order for you to do that, you need to get in that space 
that allows you to be connected to receive that. Mm. What are the most powerful ways that you've, because I'm, I'm sure there's more, right? So breath work is one way to yeah. be at that vessel for inspiration and receive downloads. Yeah. Um, obviously having like conversation that opens you up, like you were mentioning, like she can ask you certain questions while you're in that like closed eyes and you're yeah. answering without fear of judgment. Like that's one way to receive those things. Yeah. What are some other powerful things that you do to like receive that type of information? Well, there are many ways that I can answer this question. I would say the short answer for this question, I would say like create the routines that allow you to connect with yourself. Mm. So for me, it's like meditation, journaling, um, have some time to just like be with yourself in silence and just like notice uh, the sensations in your body, really connect with your physical body. Uh, all of that are practices that will really help you to get in this level. Um, but I would say that it's it's a it's a, a state of being. So for me, it's like when you get in this space that you allow yourself to be who you truly are in your essence, in your core, not based in the conditions that you have, this will, will allow you to access that way faster. So for me, because I've been practicing this for a long time, I've been like really going deeper in myself, practicing meditation, journaling, and I consider myself a pretty open person. It's easier for me to like really drop into that and be in touch with myself and be open to that. But there are a lot of people, most of the people I would say that it's so hard. Why? Because they were conditioned in a way that they were not allowed to express how they feel. They were not allowed to express how they truly are the way that they are, not based on the conditions that they have. So it's a process. It's a journey. But I think the most important thing is creating routines that really allow you to be the way that you are in your essence and not in the conditions that you have. Mm. So going back to this awareness that you had come up during that theta healing session around building a business and having a great relationship at the same time yeah. is that did it did it like completely heal in that one session or do you still have like subconscious thoughts that will come up or, or conscious thoughts that will come up where you're like oh that's that that's that old thing and i need to just continue to like let that move on it's a very good question um I would say that I healed most of that. I still have many other beliefs around that, that it's not exactly like I can have both, but it's like, I have a lot of beliefs that relationship would be something that drains my energy instead mm. of giving me energy because of the conditions that I have, because of the relationships that I had before. Mm. Um, so I still have a lot of beliefs that I wanna heal in order for me to really like experience this amazing relationship. But I feel that I, I've been working in a lot of things. So this allows me to be in the state that I am right now. Uh, but time to time, I notice myself just going like in my brain, like going like, yeah, like I knew I shouldn't be in a relationship right now. You know, like some thoughts and I'm like, wait, that's not true. It's just like a thought that it's coming to my mind and I don't even believe in that. But subconsciously, I, I'm, I have this belief for so long that it's hard that my subconscious will not access that right away, you know? But I think part of the work that I do with myself allows me to catch that and see this thought coming up in my mind. And I'm like, wait a second, that's not true. This is just a belief and I can change that. 
Um, so yes, I do have some of them, but I consider myself very good in catch them and like changing the way that it's happening. So let's talk about that. When you do catch a belief or a thought that comes up and you're like, that's not what I want to be thinking or believing. What's your process? What can we do to like really not just say like, oh, I don't believe that and then try to move on. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you have like a deeper process for that. Yeah. It may not take long, but mm -hmm. what does that look like? What can we do? It really depends where I am, what I'm doing the moment. Um, I think for me, awareness is key. So the first step for you to heal, the first step for you to change any belief, the first step for you to really create something that you want, it's intention, it's awareness. So when you bring awareness to a certain thing, this thing starts to shift. So just the fact that I'm being aware of that thought already created space for this to shift and to change. So if I am, for example, in the car and I'm driving and I'm like talking with someone and I catch that thought coming up, I just like allow myself to see, hmm, interesting. It's almost like an inner conversation that I do. And I'm like, okay, does it make sense? Mm, no. Is it in alignment with what I want? Not really. So what could be like a different belief that I could like substitute in this moment? And then I allow myself to just try to think about that new belief that it would make sense and it's in alignment with what I want to create. So this would be like a more like day to day, like something is happening and I'm like trying to shift this very fast. When I have more time, if I'm like in my room, if I'm like in my space, if I'm doing my routine, then I have my more time. I would like have more time to think about that. I would like write it down, use my journal to say like, what is the thought that it's coming up? Where it's coming from? Why do I think like that? Then I, I do like a more like an investigation process so I can understand where it comes from and how can I heal and change that. And then I choose like, okay, what would be like a belief that really makes sense? What is the life that I want to create? And what are the beliefs that make sense in this life? And then I start to just like brainstorm and I start to use affirmations and then I do meditation around that. And then I allowed myself to receive that thought, to receive that process. And I, re our subconscious learn through repetition. So I start to like, try to use that, this as an affirmation for me. And then I keep repeating, keep repeating. And then throughout my day, like when I'm doing like something and I notice that this could be a belief that I couldn't implement for me. So I start to repeat, like, even if I'm like walking around and I'm like, yeah. And then I allow myself to feel good because the emotions, when you associate that thought to an elevated emotion, is how your body really receives. So then I'm like happy and excited and I'm like walking around and I'm thinking about that. So that would be like a more, I would say like longer process for you to integrate something, a new belief that you want. Okay, beautiful. Thank you for that. Of course. So then, so far we've got theta healing, theta breath work. Mm -hmm. What else are you incorporating into this practice? So it's theta healing, breath work, hypnosis, and visioning. Mm -hmm. So the breath work is the part of your brain, that the part of your body that you change the chemistry so you can access different part of your brain. So you feel a lot of sensations. You release a lot of emotions that are stagnant. We are all energy. That's what I believe. We are all energy. If we take a little piece of your brain and we see, we're going to see that brain is made of tissue. That tissue is made of cells that cells is made of molecules, that molecules, molecules, I hate this word, molecules, Mass, molecules um, are made of atoms. The atoms are made of energy. So everything is energy. We are energy. This is energy. Everything is energy. So when we think about that, everything is energy. 
we know that we are in in this vibration world like we are in this energy field that we are and we are vibrations together right um i'm gonna try to not go so deep into that because then i can spend hours here talking we'll, about that. we'll go there later okay yep. um so when i when i i'm thinking about the breath work so the breath work is a way for you to change the energy in your body so if we are all energy and we have some stagnant energy that it's like this very heavy energy that it's making you even creating like a physical right a phys physical illness which is just energy accumulated there the breath work helps your body to release that energy not necessarily you're gonna like heal an illness like that it might be but it's a a very specific way that you can use your body and your breath to release some heaviness, to release some stuck energy that you feel in center, certain areas. And also it's a way for you to access your brain and your thoughts in a different way. So usually um, the way that we are is like we are using our prefrontal cortex, which is our belief system activation. So this is the automatic, right? So we are always judging. We are all judging all the time. We are either judging someone, we are either judging ourselves, or we are judging a situation. And this is like the way that automatically we work. Um, and when we do this type of breathing technique, we change the way that your brain automatically responds. So instead of going through your prefrontal cortex, we change and we go through your subconscious mind. So we almost like turn down, turn off the prefrontal cortex and we access your subconscious in this deeper level. And then the hypnosis, which is um, every time that I talk about that, I have people who are like, wait, but like, all right, am I going to be unconscious? Like you're going to be talking to me and like manipulating my brain? No, not at all. The hypnosis part is just like putting your brain in this theta brain wave that makes your brain becomes more suggestible. And what I mean by that, it's easy for you to change the neural pathways in your brain, which is your automatic uh, belief system activation. So Right. So when people come to you, right, they, they're coming to you because there are these deep beliefs, kind of like the ones we talked about, where they want to shift them and they're having trouble shifting them more permanently on their own, yes. right? So then when they come to you, they're like, uh, why am I unable to get these specific thoughts out of my head when these are not the thoughts that I want? Yes. And you're like, okay, so we're going to activate the body. I'm going to ask you very particular questions that are going to start to run these loops. Then I'm going to put you in this really suggestible state so that we can help you program what you want to be programming yes. in your body. Yeah. And we all do have the beliefs, like the foundation beliefs that sometimes we get stuck, like you are not enough you are not worthy. Um, and for us to use this moment that your brain is in this state and we use affirmations to change the structure of your neural pathways. And that's why the hypnosis is so important. And it's just putting your brain in this data brainwave and using the right words and affirmations to for you in the end of the session, you feel super empowered, you feel super confident, you feel uh, in alignment, you feel that the actions you are receiving um, which I call sometimes aligned actions or intuitive actions um, because they are in alignment with what you really want and not based on the conditions that you have. So the hypnosis part is just that. 
you are super conscious. You are always there. You are listening to me. It's not that you are not there or you're unconscious. No, you're there. You will listen to my questions. You know that you went through the process. Um, it's just a way to put your brain this very deep theta brain wave so we can uh, implement and plant the seeds so you can have this life in alignment with what you want. Beautiful. And that's the picture of what you currently do, right? Yeah. So then side tangent question. Hopefully today, if I record your voice leading us through that, we can put that up for these people to experience like a little what that would be like sure. with a more general, right? Because obviously we don't know each individual person what they're going to want, but we can put up like a more general recording. Yeah, there are, there are many types of like general recordings. So we can always do like a flow state one. We can do like for you to feel creative and like simulate some insights for you. Or we can do more like a release and heal session to just like release all this stuck, stuck and stagnant energy of your body. Or mm -hmm. we can do like a manifestation one. Mm -hmm. Or you can do like attract more clients, which I, I most of my clients are business owners. Uh, so I do a lot of like attract the right clients, the ideal clients that are in alignment with you. Um, so there are many, many like a lot of variations. Yeah. yeah. So then going hard 90 degree turn on this when it comes to like healing mm -hmm. right healing the body uh healing your belief on relationships healing your belief on money the belief in your own self-worth and like i am enoughness in your experience of this world um a have you ever met a person where you felt like they were thoroughly i am enough like they were they were really their belief in themselves was incredibly strong in every area i don't think so that makes me feel really nice yeah <laughs> that you i don't i don't know if i have either so the the question is that's a great observation by the way if we've, if either of us have never met someone who is like the quote unquote, I am enough in every category, mm -hmm. my belief has become, we're just fluctuating, right? Like if yes. we were, if we were, we might burst into butterflies and like we would transition on, right? Like I think about like Wayne Dyer dying at like 64 or whatever it was, or Alan Watts. And they're just like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like I'm good to go now. And they just like choose to the like Dalai Lama or something, right? Uh, yeah. Thich Nhat Hanh who recently passed, you know, where they're maybe just like, yeah, I'm good to go now. Yeah. And that's kind of like the journey of being a human to some extent, spiritually, if we were to go that route with it, mm -hmm. is like moving towards just really loving ourselves yeah. like deeply in every way to the best of our ability. And I think something that Steve Young talked about on the show when I was recording this week was like, you're not necessarily meant to be perfect mm -hmm. even by the end of your life. Like the, your life is about a particular journey, mm -hmm. right? And, and if you were to believe in incarnation and coming back, right, then each life is about a particular aspect of that journey. And that book, The Journey of Souls, have mm -hmm. we talked about? Mm -hmm. Where they talk about many lives, many masters, right? Yes. You're, you're living thousands or tens of thousands or millions of lives over time as an energy, right? Because we're all energy. And when you die, that energy is just dispersed into different areas. And, yeah. you know, eventually a pig eats you or something, right? And you're eventually becoming that more complete soul, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. Through many, many human bodies. Mm -hmm. 
I've got many questions to kind of tangent off of that with, but let's start with what do you feel like currently this work, right? Obviously this got put together in a very interesting way. And earlier you mentioned like, as you take these aligned actions, mm -hmm. you obviously are becoming more fulfilled mm -hmm. by these aligned actions that are more intuitive decisions than they are logical ones or intellectual yes. decisions. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's two questions right now. How do we determine what is an intellectual decision and what is an intuitive decision? Where, where do we start to draw that box so that we can kind of form which things are really aligned? Like, do you have any tips for that? I love that question. Um, I think for me is like part of my work and part of my mission is to really help people to connect with their intuition. And when you are in alignment with your intuition, when you learn how to feel what is your intuition in your body, in your soul, then you know that it's intuitive action, then you know that it's aligned action. What does that feel like? It feels like right. It feels like a little bit scary sometimes. It feels like crazy sometimes. Um, it can feel in many different ways, but you just receive and it, that it's like almost that first thought that comes to you and you know that it's your intuition. And of course, as you practice and you allow yourself to really like feel and act on that, of course, if you don't act on that, you are blocking that. And mm. that's when you go into your logical mind, right? Then when you go like through your, your head instead of your heart, that's the conversation that happens. So first you have that thought coming up for you. You have that thought and then you start to go into your logical mind. Like, does it make sense? No, I'm not sure. But what that person will think, but what if I do that? If, what if the results is not what I'm expecting? Mm. That's the logical mind. Like that's you like trying to judge what is coming up. So then what's your thought on working with people helping them with this when there's either like especially if there's a lot of uh history around certain decisions where sometimes it's like it's hard to tell right is this like an intuitive thing where i'm really feeling it in my body about this mm -hmm. decision but i could also feel it in my body because of past challenges associated with the same thing or you know i've, I've had so many decisions like that where i'm like Ooh, it, it's, I do feel it in my body, although I don't know, is this a, a fear coming up? Is this a historical context coming up? Is this my intuition? Like, how do you separate that, if at all? Yes. Um, I'm going to talk here from my own experience, from my own life. I'm not encouraging anyone to, to do it in a certain way. I think each person knows what is better for um, yourself. So I would say that in my case... When I have that, I know it's because I'm attaching to a certain outcome. So um, if I'm like judging what is coming up and I'm like, well, should I do that? Should I not do that? What this person's going to think? And I like all the logical thoughts. I know it's because I'm attaching to a certain results and it's because I am expecting something to happen. Mm -hmm. And if I trust that this intuitive action that it's coming not necessarily is going to give me the results, but it's going to guide me through my path. So that's for me a way for rewire my brain in a way that it doesn't need to be the final results that I'm expecting, but I know that this intuitive action is going to guide me through where I, I have to go. Like that's my path. 
my soul, my heart knows where to guide me. I have all the answers within myself. So if I trust in that, I know I will be guided through a path that it's designed, that it's um, design is the best word for me to go through. Not necessarily that action is going to give me the outcome I'm expecting, but it's guiding me through a path that it's higher than I can ever imagine. Hmm. So, and I believe that if I am going through my logical mind, it's because I'm like afraid of the results that I'm going to have. But maybe that result is not exactly what you need. Maybe that result is not exactly where it's your final destination. It's just giving you the path to go there. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. So if we could attach a, a story to this to, to really pave the yellow brick road for people. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the decision you made to leave Brazil to go to Malaysia. Wow, that's and a great sort of one. yeah, so kind of give me the context. Like who were you in Brazil before that? That's a great one. Good catch. Um yeah, so just a little bit of background. I was in Brazil. I was born and raised there, lived my whole life there. Um went through college there and I studied um advertising and marketing. And when I start work, my internship was in a big company called Natura. It's the company that in Brazil, most of people want to work with. Like it's an amazing company, amazing people, great mission, really serving a lot of people. I was there very happy living my life, working the marketing uh, team for a long time, um, started in the internship and then went through the leadership program. Uh, became a coordinator there. I was like growing, being promoted, very happy in my journey. And then in this process, I was like, yeah, I'm happy, but I feel something within me that it's like missing. There is a missing piece here. And I didn't know exactly what was that. So I started to just like go deeper in myself and really get curious about like, what is this missing piece? Why I'm feeling like that? So I start to read books. I start to watch some programs, some authors and speakers that talks a lot about connecting with yourself, connecting with your intuition, start to practice a lot of meditation uh, to really connect with myself. And in that journey, I was like, okay, so I know that there is a something that it's missing. I know that I was born for something bigger than what I'm doing right here. And also I'm happy doing what I'm doing. So I'm going to keep doing. Whenever is the moment for me to change or to shift that, I'm going to know. Whoa, whoa. Okay. So I need some back, some context to that. Okay. Especially for people who are listening or watching, right? Yes. What's the earliest age, knowing what you know now about what you do now, what's Mm -hmm. the earliest memory you have where maybe someone could have predicted what you do now? That's a great question. Oh my God, you were on fire today. Um, Never thought about that, but I mean, knowing me as I know, I don't know if someone would ever like catch that looking from an outside perspective, but knowing me as I know, um, when I was very young, I always thought I would be like a big actress and I had this in my mind. And the reason was because when I was on stage, like doing theater, I just love that emotion that I had, like creating this connection with the audience, creating this connection with people and really allowing them to experience the emotions through the theater, through whatever is the thing that we were doing that moment. 
So for me, my when I was on stage and doing some, for me it was like that feeling of like, wow, they are feeling what I'm feeling, like they are experiencing that. So that was the thing for me. And it was not about like being on stage and like being famous. Um, this is part of the ego, right? Like I knew that I had like part of my ego wanting that, but that's not like the, the reason that I was doing that. So for me, like being on stage and allowing people to feel and being touched with their emotion in that moment, for me, that was like something so cool. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know at that time, like now looking back, that was the reason, like for me it was like, oh, of course, that's why I always want to be an actress because I love to giving people permission to feel what they want to feel in that moment. Mm -hmm. So when I start to do my coaching journey, my, my own transformational programs and help clients with that, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like help others to really like allow themselves to be in touch with their body, to be in touch with their emotions, to connect with their intuition. Like that's why I always want to be on stage. So then question, was there a point in time where you felt disconnected from your body, disconnected from your emotion? Oh, yes. What was that like? When was that? Um, so I had many moments, like one of the biggest one was when I was in Malaysia. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. So then let's, yeah. So you're in Brazil, you have the quote unquote life of everybody's dreams. Yes. You feel that there's something missing. You start doing all this work around it and you're like, okay, I do enjoy what I'm doing and I can feel there's going to be something more that's going to pop up. And when that does, I'll be ready for it. Yes. Then what happened? So my very first experience that I was like, there is something calling me there and I need to trust this intuition that it's calling me to there. It doesn't make sense financially. It doesn't make sense in the journey that I am here, but I know there is something within me asking me to do it, which is that intuitive action, which was a fast. So AFAST is a Mind Valley um, conference experience. Um, and I had this desire. I was reading Vision's book, which is the code of the extraordinary mind. And I was reading his book and he was talking so many times about AFAST. And I had this feeling within me saying like, you need to go to AFAST. And I was like, okay. So I applied and I was like, he was saying like all the marketing part, of course, like all the authors and speakers who were there. And I was like, fuck that, like, I'm not going to be able to go. Like, I'm just like a marketing person here. I didn't even trust myself that I would be able to be in a space with so many amazing minds and so much wisdom and so many like great speakers. You weren't enough. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. um, and I got approved. So when I got approved, I was like, oh, okay. So how am I going to pay that? That time I was in Brazil, living in Brazil, making money in Brazil which is a very different money in, in dollars. So I was like, how am I gonna make this money? I, I mean, I can't sell my car and go, but like, should I sell my car to go? And everybody was like, you're crazy. Like spend that, this amount of money in a three days, four days conference. Like you, you're crazy. And you don't even know this company that well, like you just, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go. I know that there is something within me. And if I need to sell my car, car I'm gonna sell my car. Two weeks later, I got a, um, a bonus in my company, which was like the participation in the, in the, in the business that they, they do to a few um, employees. So I got the money and I was like, all right, that's a message. The universe is talking to me, so I'm going to just go. So I did that. And in that, in that conference was like super 
transformative. I had my very first transformative breathwork. I have done breathwork before, but not in that level, which I consider very similar to the technique that I do today. Uh, so I did my breathwork session there and I had this intention that I brought uh, into the session that was like understand what, why I was receiving that message that I was receiving there. And through the breathwork, I start to receive all the images and like thoughts and things coming to me, which was guiding me through the journey that I am. Um, and in that moment, I was like, all right, so I met Vishen, I met a lot of great authors and speakers there. Um, and I got interested in, in a position that they had in Mind Valley. So I start to explore that, just like ask questions, like, what is this position about? Like, what is that? And then they send me like an interview uh, process. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna just do this interview and like, see how it goes. So I start to do that. And then they offered me a position there. And that was the moment that I was like, okay, am I being crazy here? The logical mind, right? Because like in my gut, I knew that I should go. I had no idea what the role was about. I had no idea about Malaysia. I have never been in Malaysia before. Um, and I was like, am I about to do like a crazy stuff right here? My parents were like, you not going to do that. My friends were like, um, I'm not sure if you should do that because like you work for Natura, you were like in a great position, like your life is amazing. Like why you're doing that? Why you're moving to Malaysia? So everything around me was like, you lost your mind. You shouldn't do that. But I had this feeling within myself saying like, maybe you should. What if? What if you just go? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to follow that because every time I do that, I know it guides me through a very transformative experience and really puts me out of my comfort zone, which was Brazil, which was the safe job that I had, which was the safe financial experience that I was having there. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And thanks God, Nick and I, actually, when I decided we were, we were not together yet, we met right when I'm moving to Malaysia. So actually I didn't have anyone that would understand me at that point. I was like, I'm alone here, me and my God, me and my soul, and we're going to do that. Wow. And I did that. Wow. And it was not a great experience. It was very, very hard. I, I consider myself a very happy person, very energetic person, like always high vibes, like let's go. And I was a different person there. I was so depressed. I had days where I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to leave my bed. I was just crying. I, get, I gained so much weight. My whole uh, face was covered with pimples. Like I had a horrible reaction in my uh, skin. It was a very, very hard moment that I went through. And I considered that as like um, a rebirth. I was detaching myself from so many beliefs that I had. I was detaching myself from this old self that I knew in Brazil, the whole life that I, I was having there and to really like rebirth in this new version of myself and in alignment with who I truly am. And, and I knew I had like this, I was so confused because many moments I had thoughts like, did I, did I do the wrong decision here? should I have stayed in Brazil and just like being my job. And I didn't want to talk with anyone at that point. So my friends were like, why you are not answering? Why you are not talking to us? And my family was like, is everything okay? Like, do you want to come back? And I was like, I'm good. Like pretending that I'm good. Mm. And this um, whole time, right? You're like, what did my soul drag me into? Yes. Like maybe this intuition is not what it's cracked up to be. Like all yeah. the doubt, right? Yeah. And maybe like a deeper sense of like, I guess I have to just keep going and see what was supposed to happen here? Or were you pretty like, 
negative at that point? I had moments like I have lots of ups and downs in that in that process. But I think I had this like deep knew that there is a reason that I was there. I knew in my gut that my intuition brought me there for a reason. I had no clue why, but I knew that there was a reason because I trust. And right before I, I moved to Malaysia, I actually did this tattoo like two months mm. before, which says trust the universe. Um, and I knew, I just knew that I had to trust. I knew that I had to trust in that feeling that I had in the nutrition that I had in that moment and just keep having faith. Um, I remember a question. This was like a, a very, very helpful process that helped me through that phase. Um, I used to have like a whiteboard right in front of my uh, door. I actually did a post recently in my Instagram about that. And it was like a whiteboard that I wrote some questions for me to ask myself every day, every morning before I leave my room. And it was were questions like, um, what is successful for me today? Um, how can I help? How can I contribute in the world today? And I had like a little stick, like a post-it in my door saying, dear God, use me as in your instrument today. Mm -hmm. So I always like read that and I was like, there is a reason that I'm here. I'm going to trust. It's hard. It's hurting. It's so confusing, but I'm going to keep trusting. And it was, I'm telling you, it was not, not easy at all. I had, I think like two, three weeks that I literally had no money at all to eat. I had to borrow from my boss because I didn't have money. Wow. And I remember I was like, what I am doing? Like I had so many thoughts, like what the heck's going on? Like why I'm putting myself in that? And I had no idea why, but I just knew in my gut that I should be going through that so I could rebirth in this new version of myself. And a lot of people ask me, especially friends coming back to Brazil after and changing, like quitting there and like starting my own business and all of that. They ask me like, would you change? If you could go back, would you change and like choose to stay in Brazil? And my answer is absolutely no. I would go back and live everything again. Mm. And I know how painful it was. I know how hard it was. And it's hard for me to say like, I would leave all of that again because it's like, oh gosh. But I know that without that, I wouldn't be the woman that I am today. So that process was important for me to become who I am today and allow myself to be who I am in my core and not through all the conditions that I had through my life. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So then you left Malaysia during COVID, correct? Yeah, it was right in the beginning of COVID mm -hmm. and I didn't leave Malaysia. I actually went to Brazil to do a work for Mindvalley. I, I was doing a project with affiliates and influencers and I was responsible for Brazil and Portugal. So we were doing a, a project in Brazil and I was like, just going there for like two weeks. So I left everything in Malaysia. So all my favorite clothes, books, shoes, everything. I was like, I'm just going to Brazil. I don't even need clothes because I'm just like going for this two weeks. Little did I know COVID would <laughs> shut down everything. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. So how do I go back? Oh, you don't. Mm. So it took me two years to get all my stuff again, by the way. Um, mm. But in that process, and I was like still working for Mindvalley, which is the totally opposite in time zone. So I was like, 1 a.m. was 1 p.m. there. So my meetings were like 11 p.m., 12. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm like an early bird, like 6, 7 a.m. I'm like, 
right awake. Um, so I was like working too late, waking up early. And I was kind of like feeling good because I was like in my comfort zone again. The weather in Brazil was so much better. So I was like, okay, so I'm gonna take this time that I have in the morning that everybody's sleeping in Malaysia and I'm gonna do things that I really wanna do. So I start to like just co-create some things and like maybe think about like what would be like something that I would love to do if I could do anything that I want. So I start to put like some course that I did that was like very passionate and helped me so much. And I start to put like a little program to help other people. So mm -hmm. I did with like two friends and were so good. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna start to do that. And in that, that process, I, I start to get tired because I was like sleeping, not mm -hmm. so much. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just quit again. I'm gonna start my own business. Uh, and Nick was in this process, such like important person. He was like challenging me, like, what if you have like three days to get new clients? Like, what would you do? And I was like, I don't know, I can't do that. And he was like, of course you can, just do it. So I quit Malaysia, I quit Mind Valley, Malaysia as well. Mm. Um, and I started to do my own business. And in this program that I started to do, which was a transformational program, I used to call like a spiritual and uh, personal transformation. Um, first month I was making three times more than I was making with Mind Valley. Wow. And I was so much happier. Mm. I was like, it was just like finishing a session. I was in tears of gratitude, like just feeling so good about being able to help people through the journey that I went through, that I see the other side of that right now. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, so amazing. Mm -hmm. So, then I was like, okay, like I'm gonna keep following my intuition. And I've been doing that since then. And that's why my life transformed so much. And I'm so much happier, so much more fulfilled. Mm. And, to quote um, Kyle's episode on this show uh -huh. that came out this week, they're not gonna see this for weeks, but um, mm. the pendulum always swings uh -huh. was his awesome quote that he drops. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and then life just starts to flow. And of course, there are some moments where I feel stuck. I feel like something doesn't feel right. And then I have to realign and like reconnect with myself. But like right now I'm in a phase that it's just flowing. Like I'm just going with mm -hmm. the flow and the universe is guiding me in crazy ways. And I'm just going with it and having fun. So let's say knowing all of that, you are flowing and you're in that beautiful space and then you hit like some bumps in the road or some walls right and you're like oh that's weird that's not flowing what's your go-to i think it's always like when i notice that i'm not i'm like hitting this uh bumps like and i'm not feeling good and it's not feeling flowy it's probably because i'm not taking time to uh, connect with myself and i'm not giving myself space to just be who mm. i am um, and that's why now I incorporate it in my week. I have one day of the week that I call the flow day. So I do whatever I want. If I want to like be in bed the whole day and like just rest, because that's what my body, my soul is asking me, I do that. If I want to just like go in a coffee shop and just like use my creative flow to create things. If I want to like go out with friends and have fun, I do whatever, like I feel that it's flowy and it's good because then I'm allowing myself to have this space because before I used to hit this moments all the time and I was like, oh, what should I do? And now I, I don't feel that I'm hitting this anymore because I created a way in my schedule to not allow myself to go through that. So I think now it happens less than before. Uh, but when I do hit these moments, I feel that I'm like 
okay, it's because I'm not creating enough space for me. So I just allow myself to do nothing. Beautiful. And, and of course, I create that. I wouldn't be able to create that if I was still working my nine to five and in like my life and that I have to do in this structure because then you put yourself in that box and you have to respect that things. Um, you have to, right? Uh, that's my old mentality. Like I, I couldn't do whatever I want because I, I was like in a nine to five job. Uh, and that's why I created part of the reason that I create my uh, own business was because I want to have the freedom to choose whatever I want to do. I want to have the, the freedom to, if I don't want to work today, I'm not going to work today. And that's what I do. If I feel that I'm like super, like, especially because I work with energy, I, I help people through that. So I'm not in a space to help others. I'm not going to be there, like affecting others energy with my heavy energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned something earlier, Nick, uh, your husband, who is an awesome mindset coach mentioned when you had some fear around starting your business. Mm hmm. You mentioned that he asked you a question like, okay, let's say you had three days to get like X amount of clients. You've obviously had some experience doing that now. What does that process look like for you? So in the very beginning, which would be like a different experience right now, but in the very beginning when I was just starting, I had no idea how I would do that. So I start to just like offer to people like, that's what I have. Like I'm doing like a free session so we can experience what it is. And if something that you want to do, then we can talk about price. Um, so the, the goal was not exactly get this amount of money. The goal was like just having one paying client. It could be paying like 500 reais at that time that it's like $100, you know, for like whatever mom's process. The idea was just like, giving yourself the opportunity to experience that journey so then you can feel exactly what is this process so that you can get better because the way that we get confident is practicing right so in order for me to really like feel confident in a new skill to feel confident in a new process is by practicing it and mm -hmm. in some moment you understand better and then you do better and then you keep doing and doing and doing and practicing and practicing and then you do better. So my very first time that he challenged me through that, um, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to make it happen. I don't know how, but I'm going to just put myself up there. So I started to put myself out there and I was like just setting the intention to do that. And I did that right now. I check in with myself more like, is it something that I really want to do? And if the answer is yes then I just start to just like think about strategy. And I like, I, then I use my own technique, which is theta breath work to really go deeper and like ask myself, like, what are the strategies for me to do that? Like, how can I make it happen? Um, what is in alignment with me? What are the actions that are in alignment? Is it like putting myself out, out there or is connecting with one person that can connect me with other, you know? Because sometimes it's not just about going your Instagram and talking about your progress. Sometimes like, Theta breathwork when I started was not having clients through my social media, was literally word to mouth. I, I I had the moment that I I didn't I couldn't take any more clients because I was full with clients, and I was not even promoting on my Instagram, on my social media. I mm -hmm. was not doing ad at all. So is this what happens when you take these like aligned actions? It's just like you feel like this flow and life is just happening. Yeah. So then question for you. Sometimes it flows so easily like that. Mm -hmm. 
if it doesn't flow easily like that, does that mean we're doing the wrong thing or can it can it not flow sometimes? It can not flow sometimes and it doesn't mean that you're in the, in the wrong direction. It just means that there is something for you to notice there, mm. something for you to learn there. And it might be like... So it doesn't mean quit? No, no. It, don't, it doesn't mean quit. It means that there is a lesson, there is something for you to learn. It might be something for you to quit. It might be something for you to look and say like, this is not for me. And then it's your own process to understand like, why this is not for me? Why this feels so hard? Why this is not flowing? But doesn't mean that you are like, you. I believe that we are exactly where we should be. That's, we are where we're supposed to be. It doesn't matter how shitty is the situation. It doesn't matter how hard and how tough it is. There is a reason that you were there. Hmm. And we are here to grow, learn and expand. So if you are not really learning and observing like what's going on that moment, probably you're missing and life will find a way to put you in a new way to learn that lesson. Yeah. So, so, so final real question for you, but I'm so curious about this one. All these sessions you've done, all your own life journey that you've been on, helping so many people develop these wonderful beliefs for themselves and create these aligned lives, right? Mm -hmm. What's the most common belief or what's like the highest leverage thing we can start to look at within ourselves that will help us live this more beautiful life? Like if you were to say like an averaging everyone you've helped and yourself, what's like the one thing that you're like, you know, if everyone really started to look at this thing, it would really improve their life. I'm going to answer this question that I'm not sure if I'm going to answer exactly what you were asking me, but I believe that that's the best answer that I can give here to the people that are watching. Believe. I think that's, I love Ted Lasso, by the way. Um, there is another great documentary that everybody should watch that is The Rescue, that it's that it's on Disney+. Plus. It's talking about the story of the 13 kids who got stuck in the cave in Thailand and the whole process of rescue them. And they live like, if I'm not wrong, like 12 days under the cave, the 13 kids with no food, no clean water, no anything, and they survive. So when you believe that you can do anything, when you believe that you can change anything, that when you believe that you can create whatever you want, you can. And most of the people, they don't believe. They have like this deep belief that they are not worth of it, or they believe that they cannot um, create exactly the, the thing that they want, or like whatever are the like under underneath beliefs. But I, I believe that when you really believe that you can create and you can change and you can shift anything that you want and the power of your mind can create that, you do it. Mm. And so to add to that, in my experience mm -hmm. of life and others around me, you can create anything you want, even if it's not aligned. That might lead you down an interesting path where you'll create this thing that could have taken 10 or 15 years 
and then you're like, wow, this is really not what I thought it would be or wanted. And, and it was following a logical train of thought mm -hmm. as opposed to like that heart-based or intuitive train of thought. So do you, hmm, I guess you've said this in a number of ways throughout, but if I were to, we're going to record this like breathwork thing and we'll, we'll offer that up on, on YouTube and, and the audio channels. If I do that, theoretically, right, I should be able to determine the thing that I'm creating and really focusing all my like effort and attention and focus and awareness on. If I do this breath work, it should come out with a pretty clear answer whether or not I'm on the right aligned path by the end of it. Yeah. I believe that it's a process. I believe that exactly where you're going through right now is what you have to go through. And maybe what you're going through right now, it's for you to realize that you are not in alignment. So the process is for you to realize that, okay, what is in alignment? And you might have gone through many different experiences that right now, and you're asking me about the session that you would do, right? Or just like in general in life. Let's say the session. Okay. So if you're doing to you're doing this session and it's going to help you to align a little bit like your chakras is going to help you to align your body you're going to feel connect to your body you probably will have visions and insights coming through or a lot of emotions i have a lot of clients who fuse a lot of things into your body a lot of emotions and experience that and of course this is going to help you to align and also it's possible that it's going to show you that you are not in the direction that you want to be in or it's guiding you to a direction that it's going to lead you through alignment. So that's what I believe about that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if I answer. Yes, exactly yes, yeah. what you want. beautiful. Yeah, we're, we are where we're supposed to be, right? Yeah. And if for whatever reason you, you weren't on this path of alignment, it's just leading you to eventually discover that path, even if it does take 15 years, right? Yeah. And the more of this work that we do, the journaling you recommended, the moving the energy through the body, whether it's through the breath work, having someone ask like really penetrating questions that will allow you to uncover truths about yourself as with yeah. the theta healing. And then obviously the hypnosis when you're going in with a very specific belief you want to reorient, it's yeah. beautiful. So then yeah. when people listen to this, watch this, fall in love with you and they want to learn more, how do they find you? How do they learn more about all of this? Um, so you can always reach out to me to, through my email, which is support at BeatriceBoas.com. You can find me on my website, BeatriceBoas.com. You can find me through my Instagram, BeatriceVB. Um, I'm very open. Like I love to connect with people. So if you're interested in learning more, just message me, DM me, send me email, message me through my website and I will be there. Beautiful. Wonderful. Thank you so much for doing thank this and, and answering all my crazy questions. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited and I hope this brings at least like some glimpse of insights to whoever watched. Absolutely. And the love.